Shalom Lechem Rabbi this is Rabbi Kovex on the 43rd day of the Omer. We are continuing Mishnah Yomi in the 7th parak of Shvit Klal Godel, which we begun yesterday. We are on the 2nd Mishnah in the 7th parak. The Od Klal Acher Amru, and they said another general rule. You'll see this will be very similar to yesterday's Klal Godel. Kol Shehu Machal Adam, anything that it is food for people. Umachal Bahema, or food for animals. Or something used for dyeing. As we explained yesterday, a lot of different plants were used for different colors of dye. And it lasts in the ground. Now this is the chilek, because yesterday we saw it was... Yesterday's klal was about items that don't remain in the ground. If you put them in the ground, they would simply rot. But here these are things that can stay in the ground. Such as we're going to see bulbs, onions, and the like. The mission continues, shloshvis. They do have kedushas shvis. And their value, if you sold them or traded them for another item, that also is Kedusha Shvis. As we said in, in yesterday's Klol Godel, that even if you traded it three or four times, the original item always has sanctity of the seventh year, and the final item or money or whatever it is that was traded for also has that Kedusha. The mission says, Ain lo beer, the Ain ledum of beer. So here's the difference. It has sanctity, and what you traded for has sanctity, but because these are items that last in the ground and don't simply rot and decay and are gone, you can put them in the ground. They don't have a beer. Let me explain a beer, as we've mentioned many times, is when it's no longer available in the field, you've got to get rid of it from your house, and you can't keep it. And they say, and the, and the value also, if you traded it for something else, does not have a Zman beer. Ezehu, now the Mishnah gives examples. Ikar halufashote, the ikar, the root, the bulb of the lufashote. Now, yesterday we had the alea lufashote, the leaves of the lufashote. The leaves have to be eaten right away. You can't stick them in the ground and expect them to last. But the bulb, the bulb of this lufashote, the wild luf, we said a few prokim ago that the luf could be Solomon's lily, but it's some sort of plant that has an edible bulb that stays in the ground and continues to last in the ground. It also has edible leaves. The Mishnah lists more examples. Iker hadondana, the roots of the mint. Ve'arkabunin, this is some kind of plant that goes up the palm tree and grows on the palm tree, but was also edible. Some sort of, you know, vine that, that twirls around the palm tree, according to the Bartner. Ve'acholbitzin, is the root of a milky blossom. Ve'habuchria, is some kind of uh, fragrant herb that they use the roots thereof. Could be madder or dyer's weed. So these items, they have Kedusha Shemitah, whatever grew in the seventh year, and whatever you traded or sold for also has Kedusha Shemitah. But because they last in the ground, they don't have an obligation of beer. Now, Rabbi Meir disagrees. Rabbi Meir Omer their exchange must be consumed before Rosh Hashanah. So if you traded it for a fish, you got to eat of that fish before Rosh Hashanah of the eighth year. If you uh, sold it for something, you have to use that money to buy food and eat it before Rosh Hashanah, and eat it, of course, with Kedusha Sushmita. Amrlo, they told Rabbi Meir, Lahan and beer, these items themselves, these roots and onions and bulbs themselves, they don't have a Zaman beer. Their money, their tra- exchange, certainly should not have beer. So why does Rabbi Meir require it? He says the plants themselves, 
you know they grew in the seventh year, you're not going to come to make a mistake and do business with them. But if you just traded them for another item or for money, you might come to do business with them. And that's why Rabbi Meir would require beer. But Rav says, Halacha is not like Rabbi Meir. Moving on to Mishnah Gimel, Klipe Rimon Vanetshelo. The peels of the pomegranate and its blossom, like the flower that we see the remnants of on the bottom of the pomegranate. Klipe Egozim, walnut shells, Vagolinin is uh, the kernel or the, the seed, the pit of a fruit or a nut that's still edible. Yeshlan Shvit, these things do have Kedusha Shvit, Ldameyem Shvit. So even though these are peels or husks or seeds, they still have Kedusha Shvita. The Tosvat Yantav here says because these items were used, they were had some degree of edibility or were used for dyeing. Hatsova, Hatsoba, the dyer, Tsaba here is the man doing the dyeing. Tsovea Leatzmo, he can take fruits and growth of the seventh year and dye items for himself. Velo but not hire himself out to do business with the items in Shemitah to do dyeing for other people. This is his business, so he can't use Peirot Shvit in his commercial enterprise. Shein osin sechora Shvit. You cannot commercially utilize the fruits of the seventh year. The Mishnah adds on, Velo And also we don't do business with a Bechor, a firstborn animal, which has a certain Kedusha, was given to a Kohen, and the Kohen had to bring it to the base of Mikdash as a carbon. If it was unblemished, if it was blemished, he could use it himself. But these are things we don't want them doing business with, because then the Bechor will end up kind of as uh, something that's bought and sold and traded, and it has Kedusha, so that's very unseemly. And it could end up with a Kohen who's not entitled to it, or something like that, a non-Kohen who's not entitled to it. Below, but Trumot, we also don't do business with Trumot. Again, these have a degree of, of sanctity. We don't want to be buying, selling, trading, and we don't want them listed on the stock exchange. Loba Nevelot. Vela is any animal that died without a kosher shechita. We don't do business with it. Loba Trefot, and not with a trefa, an animal that had a, a medical problem where it was going to die, even if it received a kosher shechita. Now, we'll pause there for a second, because we know that in Shokhais, uh, when they do kosher slaughter, there, it is permitted for them to sell the animals that are nevela or trefa to the non-kosher slaughterhouse that's next door. And that's not, a, not an issue because you're not, as we're going to see in the, uh, in the Mishnah, you're not going out and finding a nevela and then selling it. It's an animal you already owned and Nebuch became a nevela. You'd rather it, you never had a nevela in the Shaktaus. You'd rather everything was perfect. So you're allowed to sell it in that case. But the Mishnah continues, Lobish Shkotzim. And not for, we call, translate, creepy, crawly creatures, lower moshim. These are other, like, bugs and crawling, slithering items that are not kosher. And now back to Shemitah. And don't go out and gather a bunch of uh, vegetables or perot shvita and then sell them in the market. You can't do that. It's doing business with Shemitah. But if someone gathers a bunch of them and he has some extra, his son can sell them for him. So it doesn't look like doing business if someone else is selling the extra. He went out and got a bunch of cucumbers, whatever it is, that were shmita cucumbers, they were hefker, and he, uh, he had extra. He didn't eat them all. If there's, he intended to eat them and now he simply has extra, he's not going to eat them, they're going to go to waste, it would be allowed to sell them. So this mission is a source of not doing business with the perot shvit and with other similar items that have inherent sanctity. Shkoyach